0: Hello everyone, this is Shireen Gentry with the Identity Unveiled podcast. Today I'm discussing a soapbox of mine, parenting. Please believe me when I say I am no perfect parent. I have fallen short in the past, fall short in the present, and will continue to fall short in the future. But the focus is and should be not what it means to be a perfect parent because there is no such thing. The only goal in question to be asked is, how do I parent my children, young, middle, teen, or adult, well? Here's the wonderful news. Regardless of your age or your child's age, you can learn to do something different now that will not only benefit you and them, but will also improve your relationship with your child. College counseling centers across the nation are concerned with the growing amount of psychological issues that they are seeing students enter college with due to helicopter parenting. Now, trust me, there are many variables that play into uh, a transition, a life transition for students as they go away to college. But I did find these statistics interesting. Over three fourths felt overwhelmed by responsibilities. Over 60% felt quite sad. Almost 60% felt lonely. Over 50% felt anxious. And what we do know about the millennial generation who are now young adults is that 14 to 17% is stressed. So, what has happened? What has changed? there seems to be a huge paradigm shift in what parenting is and looks like from the time I was being raised and the parents of today. This includes my age bracket of parents who now have adult children. As I think back over my childhood and the involvement of my family of origin in the realm of schooling in particular, it's interesting to note that their lack of concern and guidance became the freedom for me to choose my own path. In an odd way it was a curse and a blessing. They had their own life challenges which really didn't leave room for nurturance and guidance in this specific area. If you've read my book, you will have you will have a greater understanding uh, in what occurred in my own life. If you haven't read my book, I would encourage you to head on over to Amazon and purchase a copy because a lot of what I Talk about and teach in these podcasts actually has to do with a lot of the concepts that I bring forth and write about in my book. So I would like to focus on three points today. Number one, a scriptural basis for this podcast. Number two, what is helicopter parenting? And number three, what changes can you make if you feel as though you fall into this category? So, number one, the scriptural basis. Today's verse that I'm pulling from is Proverbs 22:6. 6. Train a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not turn from it. This is most likely a familiar passage you have heard numerous times, but let's dissect it. This is a proverb, not a promise many tend to think on this verse as it relates to outcome but i would like to emphasize that this verse is a mandate for parents responsibility what does train imply in the hebrew text one commentary i read suggests that it refers to the physical intellectual spiritual and social aspects of a child's life what would this look like practically Well, physically, we are responsible as parents for our child's safety and for their health. Spiritually, we are responsible for teaching according to our worldview. Hopefully, it's a Christian one. If so, this should be the hub in the wheel off from which all other aspects of parenting disperse. Practically speaking, that means using everyday occurrences to teach biblical principles and values with each encounter and circumstance that your child has. So see emotionally and mentally, as parents, we are responsible for helping our children gain a sense of confidence for who they are and what they do. Practically speaking, there's much trial and error in discovering where they excel and what they are passionate about. This also means allowing your children to navigate life disappointments that come their way while they're still living with you. I would like to refer back to my two latest podcasts on disappointment. Please take a a listen to those two uh, podcasts and then pull information that is age appropriate for your own child. Again, we're all going to have disappointments. But how do we handle them? How do we navigate them? And you want to make sure that while your children are living at home with you, that you do not create a perfect world. A lot of times I feel like as, as um, looking to be perfect parents, we're trying to create a perfect world for our children. You could not be doing more of a disservice for them. It means allowing your children to navigate life's disappointments that come their way while they're still living with you. What would be some examples? Allow them to make a bad grade. Allow them to not make the team. Allow them to cope with any kind of disappointment, especially in middle and high school, so you can assist them in knowing how to deal with life when it doesn't go their way. As a life coach, I believe that part of training a child, going back to that scripture, is also to discover where their strengths and passions lie. Allow them the opportunity to discover what they like. Is it sports? Is it music? Is it art? Is it science? Is it math? Where do they do well? Give them opportunities to follow that path. In summary, as a parent, it's your responsibility to be a student of your child. This requires the following, and again, this may be hard to hear, but please, please listen to what I'm, I'm about to present and have an honest assessment of yourself as I mention these points. Number one, you will not live vicariously through them. Now... As, um, again, a a parent who has adult children, I've gone through school. I've seen what it looks like, especially in high school and college. Parents are living through their kids. Perhaps you didn't make the sports team, so now you want to be sure they do. Perhaps you didn't do that well in school, so now you're hard on them to excel or two you will allow them to discover their own way for them to take responsibility. Number one, you don't live vicariously through them. You allow them to discover their own way. And then number three, you will be intentional in developing their uniqueness and individuality. So what is helicopter parenting? What does it mean? One definition is very simple. It simply implies hyper-involvement in a child's life. So on a scale of 1 to 5, where would your score fall? With 1 being not involved at all, with 5 being overly involved. Helicopter parenting looks different depending on the age of the child. Regardless of age of child or you as their parent, ponder these questions. Write them down if you need to. Are your actions today helping in the moment, or are they preparing your child for the long term? Number two, if you feel like you are helicopter parenting, what are you scared of? Because I can trust that there is fear somewhere in the uh, actions that you're taking to hover over them. What are you scared of? Seriously. If they were to fail, and I put that word in quotation marks, what would it look like? Play out the scenario of what you think that failure would actually look like and how you would handle it or how they would handle it. Let me give uh, an example. When one of our children was a senior in high school, It became that critical part in the senior year second semester where everyone, all the students, are waiting to hear. And in one of the universities, uh, it's actually where this particular child of ours decided to go, there was a discussion board in the, the weeks leading up to the decision. So my husband and I decided to get on this discussion board and just see what it was all about because... Again, being first time parents to the oldest, uh, you're trying to do things right the right way, and um, you know, everything seems to be a major issue, right? So, anyway, we are looking at this discussion board, and honestly, it was nauseating. We had parents and kids on there that were saying things like, I won't be able to handle it if I'm not accepted into this university. Um, it it was really, really sad. I can't remember all the comments now, but about five to ten minutes of scrolling down through the the comments, these kids were so depressed, so anxious, so upset, that uh, I really had to just never look at the discussion board again, because I felt like Uh, Maybe some of this pressure was self-imposed, but I really had the takeaway that a lot of this pressure was coming from the parents. So number three, are you looking to your children as a sense of your own accomplishment and or purpose? Now, how does this show up? Well, what do you do as parents when your kids are, are on their own, making their own way, and earning their own keep. Well, the course of conversation naturally turns to, well, this is what my kid is doing. They're doing this, this, and this. They're doing X, Y, and Z. And usually, the answer has to do with accomplishment and performance. Now keep in mind, if this is how you look at your child, the takeaway is that you are assuming what they do as their identity and is it good enough Here's another hard question Are you looking to your child as your own identity your own sense of worth and value So are these expectations expectations that they put on themselves or do they or do they perceive that the expectation is coming from you as a parent. This this can be problematic for your children who are making great choices, which can actually lead to pride in you as a parent, or those who make choices that aren't the best. Well, it can land you in despair. And so here is the dilemma. If you are looking for what your child does, does well or doesn't do well. um, You can actually land on either side of that continuum, pride or despair. And God says, you know what? Your identity as a parent is not dependent on your children's outcome. God doesn't want your identity to settle in on any of your children. Remember that your worth isn't the outcomes of who your child is. Your worth and value come from him alone. So here's number five as it pertains to helicopter parenting. How can you teach them to deal with disappointment? Well, first and foremost, allow them to be disappointed. It sounds really simple, but so many parents today, and I've seen it again with my age bracket, of jumping in to rescue or blame if outcomes aren't um, what you would like them to be. This includes a grade, a conflict with a peer, or even a sports placement. Are you teaching them to deal with these things as you should, or are you jumping in to rescue? Number six, what would taking a step back, especially academically, look like. Number seven, how can you teach them responsibility and ownership now, which in turn will benefit them when they are on their own? The challenge is that we want a perfect world for our child to shield them rather than making them secure in their abilities. When you give freedom for them to explore, you're creating a less anxious child. This, in turn, provides the stepping stone for confidence in their psychological growth and well-being. So I know I've given you some things to think about. Well, in terms of our third major point category, is an action plan as a parent. In your opinion, which area of your child's life would you honestly admit you are overly involved? Now keep in mind, It can be as a toddler, as a middle schooler, as a teen, as a young adult. Ask yourself this question. What area would you honestly admit you are overly involved? I want you to get a piece of paper, I want you to list them, and I want you to look honestly at the categories. What would it look like practically and daily to take a step back to let your child deal with their own challenges, of course, in an age-appropriate way. What small step can you take today to release the hold over their own responsibility? Can you list a current challenge, obstacle, conflict that your child is now facing? Instead of rescuing them, how can you help them navigate what or who they are currently dealing with? What would it look like to allow your child to make age-appropriate decisions on their own? How can you teach your child good communication skills to help them resolve their interpersonal conflicts with peers as well as with teachers and other authority figures in their life? Remember, if you are parenting from a Christian worldview, Your children aren't yours. Handing your children over to God is a lifelong process, regardless of their age. Just recently, I told one of my adult children, um, as a reminder to myself, and as a reminder to where they are in their particular life season, that uh, in the, the Christian faith and in the denomination where we have raised our children, um, one milestone is to um, uh, to take your, your infant baby and to simply offer them to God uh, when they are um, infants, uh, usually on the Mother's Day after their birth. And I told my adult child this recently. You know what? It wasn't a one-day event. Regardless how old your children are, You are constantly surrendering them and turning them over to their heavenly creator who loves them even more than you do. So it's a lifelong opportunity for you as a parent to let your child figure it out. Uh, There will always be an opportunity for you to tell, mandate, or expect them to live and act in a certain way. The exception for them as adults is if you feel they are making choices that could or potentially involve danger to self or others. So, again, I'm not talking about outlier situations where safety uh, and health and danger might be critical issues. If you feel like that a particular challenge is too big for you to handle, there are many resources for objective guidance and professional intervention. Remember... One of the goals for you as a parent is for you to emotionally attach to your child. You need to be the parent who provides a safe and secure place for them to come, at any age. You need to show yourself trustworthy. Most of all, they need to know that they are loved and accepted for who they are, not what they do. Keep the perceptions in the forefront of your own mind for how they see you parenting. Are you upset for any grade that is less than an A? Are you demeaning if they don't play well in a sport? What do you say? What is the message you are sending them? Remember, how they perceive you is critical. Take any necessary steps today to become the better parent, not the perfect parent. Allow the Holy Spirit to show the growth areas in your own life. Until next time, this is Shereen Gentry with the Identity Unveiled podcast.